listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. So glad to be back with you again this week here on Speaking with One Voice, your podcast to grow you as a leader. I want to thank you for liking, rating, uh, and subscribing to our podcast. We are continuing to experience growth and it's all because of you. Thank you for allowing us to add value to you and your team each and every week. Listen, I want to hop into today's topic. I want to talk about something that affects every leader without exception. I want to talk about deadlines. Deadlines can be deadly, right? Deadlines can be deadly. What exactly is a deadline? A deadline is a a specified time, a, a date that you have something that you have to complete. It has to be done by that day by that time. There are others counting on it and depending on it and depending on you to get it done. Um, Deadlines can be tricky. They can be difficult. Um, Every leader has deadlines. No matter who you are as a leader, you're going to have deadlines. You're going to have times that you have to perform and have to get it done. That thing has to be off your desk. That decision has to be made. And quite frankly, some leaders handle this process. They, They manage this process of making Uh, deadlines better than others. Some people, a deadline can simply be deadly. That's right. Deadlines can be deadly. But ultimately, it depends on the leader whether deadlines either add stress or alleviate stress. It really depends on the leaders, the the leadership style of the leader, um, the leadership processes, how the leader deals with things. So depending on how you perform and what you do determines whether a deadline uh, adds stress to your day or alleviates stress. And, and I know that every leader, and I can say this without fear of successful contradiction, every leader could use a little less stress in their leadership life. If you are one that meet deadlines regularly, you, you meet your deadlines regularly, you, you can move on to the next task without stress. You can have uh, no, no backlog, no, no stack of decisions, no inbox full, no pressure, not waking up to overwhelming. When you meet your deadlines, that's a part of your day that you just get back. You don't have to worry about losing a day or losing several days based on the lack of a decision being made or the lack of meeting that deadline. But if you miss your deadlines regularly, you increase your stress, you have a bigger backlog of missed deadlines, and at the end of the day, it makes you less effective as a leader. That's really what we're dealing with here. So deadlines that are not dealt with become deadly because they impact our effectiveness. I want to talk about a few things today that are going to help us with this. And and I also want to deal with a couple of myths. Um, If you are the 
the perennial procrastinator. Please stand by. Stay in the room. If you are the one who, well, I make my best decisions under stress. I, 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 I get my projects in just on time by waiting until the last minute. I do my best work. You stay in the room. We want to talk to you today. I want to give you three reasons, three reasons that leaders uh, miss deadlines. Now, there could be many others, but I want to narrow it down to three. And I want to talk about these, these three ways that leaders miss deadlines. And ultimately, I'll come back and then give you the solution for each of these three. The number one reason that leaders miss deadlines is, you guessed it, procrastination, putting off for now what you think you can do later. Um, I remember growing up in the country we had what were called chores. I'm not sure they still exist today, but these were your responsibilities for being a resident of the home. You just simply had chores. There was no allowance. You weren't paid for it. You were allowed to live in the home is what you were. You were allowed to eat the food, but you didn't get a financial compensation because of your chores. You had responsibility for your schoolwork, but we did things as a boy, like you had to go out and feed the chickens, you had to take the trash out, you had to clean your room, vacuum the floor, and if you are from the same generation I am, we even had to rake the shag carpet. But we had chores, and every chore uh, had a timeline. I remember growing up, Saturdays, we would open up the stereo and put the records on the record player, and we would spend all of Saturday morning cleaning before we did anything else. We had chores, and we had deadlines. Now, one of the things that would happen in my family is that the adults would go to work and we were latchkey kids, so to speak. We'd ride the school bus to school. We'd come home and we'd be at home by ourselves until uh, the adults made it to the house. And from the time we made it home until the time they got home, you were supposed to change, get out of your school clothes, get into your play clothes, do your homework and do your chores. And that was expected every single day. Now, I had a way of waiting until the last minute to get everything done because I didn't want to do it. After all, I had been at school all day and I had been uh, toiling and laboring in the playground and in the books and trying to do my, I had to recover. So many times I'd be right at the wire of missing that deadline. It was so stressful because I didn't know if I was going to make it because I procrastinated. Another reason that people miss deadlines is because they fall into the trap of a false security of pressure. Some people believe that they have to have pressure present in order to optimally perform. So they intentionally procrastinate to produce the pressure because they give the pressure credit for their performance. Um, you're the person that would wait until the last night before your 10-page research paper is due, and you would get your six or seven sources and references, and you would go through, and you would footnote, and you would type, and you would bang it out all night long on the computer with no sleep, and then you would turn in, and you would get a A- minus or a B plus, and you'd say, I just perform better under pressure. So you live your life where every night is a night of pressure, uh, 
finals weeks would kill you because you would be up doing papers all night long. You always, not only do you procrastinate, but you believe you've tricked yourself into this false security that pressure is what produces the best out of you. I'm at my best when I don't have time. I'm at the best when I'm up against the wall. I'm at my best when the when the deadline is right in my face. So I, I want procrastination is number one. But that false security of deadlines, that that's number two. I'm sorry, false security of pressure, that's number two. And then and then number three is simply you don't have a deadline strategy. So we're talking procrastination, the false security of pressure, and no deadline strategy. If you don't organize your deadlines, you the, the, the beautiful thing about a deadline is it's presented to you ahead of time. You get it and you have time to plan how you will deal with it. You have time to put it within your flow of work. You have time to develop a process knowing what you need to gather in order to meet this deadline. You know who you need to involve. You have time. That's why it's called a deadline. You you receive this assignment in a meeting and we want to get this concluded by the end of the third quarter. Well, if it's the second week of the first quarter, we don't think about it. But the reason the deadline isn't until the third quarter is because whoever is requesting it from you realizes this is going to be a 180-day process that we need to get to work on now in order to meet our deadline. So you must have a strategy in place. If you don't have a deadline strategy, you'll look up and everything will be a crisis. Everything will be a fire drill, and you will deal with the pain of deadlines being deadly. You will deal with the stress of deadlines being deadly. You will deal with the ramifications of missed deadlines. So I told you earlier that I was going to give you some solutions to our specific problems. So let, let's see. The number one reason that leaders miss deadlines is procrastination. So how do we overcome this process of procrastination when most of us who procrastinate are extremely proficient at procrastination. We have mastered the art of procrastination and oftentimes live in a place of stress with knots in our necks because we have mastered procrastination. In order to overcome procrastination, you have to employ prioritization. Let me say that again. In order to overcome procrastination, you have to employ prioritization. That means that you have to set priorities. This is a very simple time management process whereby you dictate what happens best at the right time on your calendar, in your day, in your week, in your month. You must set priorities. Uh, Many times we do what's easiest or we do what we like the best, but oftentimes deadlines are attached to things that we dislike. Deadlines are often attached to things that we dislike. And, and, And as a result, we begin to push those things off to the side or to the back burner, so to speak. But what I want us to understand is that that you set priorities. Well, how do you set priorities? You by by importance, by uh, cost associated with what it is about the number of people impacted, but but really you want to just set priorities in significance, whether it's revenue or uh, whether it's a personnel, whatever your priorities in your business are, your your deadline process should mirror that. Now, what you need to do is proactively set dates. I, I tell this to my clients often uh, that when you are 
needing to do something. I was meeting just the other day with a client of mine. We'll call him Jay for this particular illustration. And and, and I was telling Jay, the way you need to do this is you've got to put some reminders. Don't just put a due date on when something is due, but you've got to put some triggers in place on the way. So you have to proactively set dates. So if you have something that will take you one day to do and it's due on the 15th and you know about it on the 1st, you need to set your reminder for the 7th, for the 10th, and for the 12th. Every time the reminder goes off, you may not actually do the one-day task, but you'll think about it. You'll invest some mental capital in the process. And when you do that, when you finally get to it on, on that 12th day, which is three days before the due date, you can sit down, give it the day, and get it done, and you will meet the deadline. And so I want to thank Jay for talking about deadlines. That's what got us here and, and thought we would help us to develop some systems and processes to help with that. So you set priorities. You proactively set dates. And then the other thing you can do to really help in your prioritization process is set specific working blocks. Now, it depends on what type of person you are. You need, you know how, you know who you are. Uh, John Maxwell says, in order to grow yourself, you have to know yourself. So I am not an itemized to the minute person. That's too restrictive for me. But I can do time blocks where I give certain time for certain activities. Using whatever method is most effective for you is what you need to do in order to truly uh, work this system of prioritization and put your most difficult task in your most productive blocks. And that way you're less distracted, you're in a position to move forward, and you can overcome this thing called procrastination. So how do we overcome procrastination? By prioritization. Set priorities, proactively set dates and then set some working blocks. I want to thank Jay for helping us get to this one. Uh, secondly, uh, you want to deal with this other problem, this false security of pressure. I hear this so much, and I think about it, and so I really had to, 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 to go ahead and unpack this. Can I be transparent for just a moment? Uh, I thank you for the, the liberty to do so. My wife of 31 years has often said to me that I like the pressure of having to perform at a moment's notice. And, and I, I vehemently disagree with her. And I said, no, I don't like the pressure. She says, well, you always do it and you always do it very well and you get it done. And since you do it like that all the time, you must like it. Okay, I've been married 31 years, so I know that I can't make a comment about that statement. What, what I'm simply telling you is that don't you create this thing, uh, you, you can overcome this this false security of pressure you, you, when you don't create that that in your mind. Like, I don't like it, but yet I do it all the time. It's up to you to make a choice to do it differently. So how do I overcome this thing of this false security of pressure? Well, if you're going to have a false security of pressure, let's use the same logic, the same mentality, and create a false deadline earlier than the actual deadline and commit to getting it done. So if I have a project that's due on Friday at 10 a.m. and I decide I'll wake up on Friday at 5 a.m. to complete the project to get it in by the due date, why not set me a false due date of Wednesday at 10 a.m. and get up Wednesday at 5 a.m. and do the same process? Uh, there are some benefits when you do it that way because now you're done early and you get a chance to review. What I know is that when you wait until the last minute, you can never give your best because you have no time for reviews, 
or, or to, to revise, to, to assess, to look at, to add, to change, to tweak. Your best is not going to be your first output in most cases. You're going to have to work at it. So when you finish early, you're going to give yourself the liberty to go back and check this thing. So, so create this false deadline. Just move the due date. So if someone tells you, I, I know that many people do this, and I, I've tried this. It just doesn't work for me, and maybe, it be, maybe it's because I'm pretty good at math, but many people will set their clocks ahead of time. And, they, and so the only way that works to me is if you don't know the clock is fast. But if you know the clock is set 18 minutes fast, what you're doing is you're counting and saying, I've got 18 more minutes. So that didn't work for me. But in this case, move the date and just be honest with yourself that this is the deadline. Move the deadline. It's not the actual deadline, but it's an internal deadline. It's going to get you there. Why do I ask you to do that? Because when you move that deadline and you decide to get yourself away from the pressure, now you give yourself time to really create. You don't have to do crisis creation, but rather you can actually give your very best in development and creating the content, uh, putting together the project, uh, buttoning it up, putting together the presentation. Have you ever done a, a slideshow or PowerPoint, a Prezi, and, you're, and you would like to have more bells and whistles, but you just don't have time? So your creativity is shot down. You'd like to make this smaller or make this better or more, make this more graphically appealing, or you'd like to reword this, but because you waited until the last moment, because you thought you performed better under pressure, you didn't have time. And so once you establish these new processes, what I need you to do is to commit to the process. Let me say that again. You have got to commit to the new process. That's what's required. If you're going to go ahead and, and, and say pressure makes you work better, put pressure on yourself earlier in your most productive time blocks, leveraging your prioritization, and watch the product. The product you deliver will be far better than what you would have done. Imagine if you can do what you're doing at the last minute under this false security of pressure, what would happen if you actually took the time and dedicated the development, the creativity, and the process to getting it right? That, that, that's part of what I'm trying to get to. So what, really what I've told you is that there's three challenges that, we, that leaders face and why we miss deadlines. One is procrastination. Two is a false security of the pressure that we talk about. And number three was no deadline strategy. So I've told you basically in prioritization how to really start this this strategy. I've told you about a strategy as it relates to pressure. So now let's just talk about strategy in general and tie this all together so that we can avoid uh, the deadliness of deadlines. We can avoid this deadly process that that ha hampers leaders' effectiveness every day. What do we do? So let, let, let's look at our time management. Now, time management, we could literally talk about this uh, time and time again and over and over. And I, I bring time management specialists on from time to time to help us specifically, but in, in simplest form, manage your day, own your day, own your week, own your month. Tell your time what it's going to do for you. Don't let your time run out on you. Don't let your time get away from you. No, make your, whatever you have to do. I know people who have certain requirements that they have from medications, so they set the timer not to miss medications. I know the people that have, they have to be able to pick up a child from a daycare or a fine goes into place and they really get involved in work. So they have to put timers and reminders. Make sure that you tell your time what to do. Now, how about this? 
I'm Rodney Payne, and I am your coach. Guess what? I have a coach. I believe in coaches. You need to have someone who is your accountability partner, who you will talk to and who will challenge you on how you're doing with your deadline. And when you have an accountability partner, you have to empower them to be able to correct you and speak freely to you. Don't just listen and nod and say, yes, I know, I know and agree. No, you have to allow them to help you, to hold you accountable, to to make you responsible for what you said you would be responsible for. And so, so if you're going to have a strategy, you need someone to help you with that strategy. And I believe that a coach can do that for you. And so your time management, own the time, seize the day, seize the week, seize the month, even go down and reduce it to seizing the hour. Get you an accountability partner, get you a coach, and finally, adopt the power of systems. If you want a deadline strategy, it will work in every area of your life. Systems create power. And leaders, leaders who are thinkers, who see and and solve problems, if they have systems to undergird their creativity, systems to undergird their vision, they become powerful, effective leaders, and they move the needle. Listen, I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. So glad you joined us this week for Speaking With One Voice. Thank you so much for listening, liking, subscribing, and rating. I want you to do me a favor. Make sure you are following us on all of our social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne, that we're on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and we'd love to have a follow from you. And do me a favor, turn your notifications on so that you can get the latest information coming from our team to serve you. We are glad to serve you, and we're thankful that you joined us today so that you can get over these deadly deadlines. We're ready to be rid of them. We're done with them, and that's all for my time this week. But until next time, Let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.